Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Wednesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. It's another dreary, now February day out there. Um, I drove in from the Glendale area, Cullioca area, and didn't have any trouble at all. Uh, so I don't, you know, I don't know what the conditions are like around the rest of the county. But um, I did have a thick, not a thick coat, but I had a coat of ice over my truck that I had to started up and getting melted off before I could come on in. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? Doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, I think all the big problems up in the big cities, you know, I-24, I-65 North, it looks like they had several incidents of wrecks and stuff on I-24, got the interstate blocks and stuff, you know. Everything up to the north. Country town don't have too much problem because most people stay home on bad weather. (laughs) Right, but so all the problems you've heard about have been up to the north of us then. Yeah, in Nashville. Okay. Regular special guest dude Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. So glad to be here. Yeah, I twenty four was shut down officially for quite a while, and I think they reopened it around six a.m. You know, it's amazing what a difference you know forty five miles makes sometimes, and what they say. When spring comes, it moves north uh, another 50 miles every two weeks. Mm. So, and I'm looking folks, forward to that. It's February 1st, but March 1st is four weeks away. I know. And, and uh, <clears throat> I've got someone wanting pictures of a farm I'm about to put on the market, and I'm like, can't you just wait until till a little bit of green comes out? Because right now, it looks, looks sad. Yep, yep, there we go. All right, we've got a, a friend of the station, a very special guest, uh, County Commissioner uh, Gabe Howard, representing the 8th District of Murray County, which is northeast Murray County. Gabe, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good morning, y'all. Thank uh, you for having me. Glad to have you. Uh, and, folks, we've asked Gabe to come on and talk about anything he wants to talk about, but uh, particularly what the status of the proposed new courthouse uh, at the old Daily Herald building site, what 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 the status of that is? Um, let's see. I think the last I heard, uh, the uh, county has already invested about four million in it. They uh, resolved lately to spend about another nine million on the site. None of which, as I understand it, actually involves construction. Spencer Hewitt is the contractor, although the county does not have a contract with Spencer Hewitt. Spencer Hewitt says that they can build it for $33 million all in, but um, they, they're not committed to that. And the way, the way it works is that Spencer Hewitt gets a, a courthouse half built, and it's $33 million. Uh, the county's got two choices. The county has to pay Spencer Hewitt the $33 million for the half-built courthouse or uh, and just leave it at that or ante up whatever amount, you know, it costs $40, $50, 60000000 million to actually finish the courthouse. Uh, the courthouse rendering that I've seen 
uh, looks like a sort of like a 70s schoolhouse certainly not a, a century building um, but Gabe what have I got wrong there well um, I think you've hit a lot of the high points you know when this initially was even proposed um, you know I've been against this project uh, in the way that it's been handled from day one I do believe that there is a need for it in our county we need to you know, continue to move forward in, in building um, a judicial center. Um, the way that this has been done has just been wrong from day one. I mean, you talk to Bell Constructors, you talk to Hewlett Spencer, you talk to um, anybody that has anything to do with this project, and they'll all tell you, hey, we've never seen one done this way. Um, so the latest update is... Um, you know, we do have $4 million in the dirt as it sits right now today. Um, it did go through uh, committee uh, to approve an additional $8.9 million. Um, $9 million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of which, like you said, none of it actually has to do with the construction. It's pre-buying, um, you know, locking in contracts. They, 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 they say, you know, it, it really went into a room of uh, fear-mongering, uh, you know, conversations of, you know, hey, go ahead and get $8.9 million approved today so that we can lock in some contracts so that you can save $267,000. Yeah, um, I saw that. I, $9 I, million dollars to save $267,000. Yeah, okay. And, and I, I appreciate the effort. Um, I think that, you know, anywhere that we can save the people of Murray County money, that's a great thing. But the part of it that everybody in that room seemed to dismiss was their number today even though it's not even a it's not the number their number today is the project is thirty three million nine hundred thousand dollars um that's over ten percent thirty thirty four thirty call it thirty four million dollars um and we right now today as it sits do not have a way for that four million dollars um other than borrowing the money um i've been told that it would not put a burden on the taxpayers of murray county you know and by that i mean no property tax increase now, now, um, Gabe, let me let me back up just a little bit I, I, let me see if i understand what you're saying the county had 30 million dollars available in covid funds or some such yeah so so um and i don't remember the exact breakdown but there was about 14 million dollars that it was you know ARP uh, COVID relief monies. Whatever that, that money was, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, was available, and so uh, the original uh, project called for thirty million dollars, and now it's gone up to thirty-four million dollars. And if I understand you correctly, the county has no means of paying the additional four million, uh, other than with borrowing and uh, uh, and. Uh, associated tax increases that's correct and so you know i want people to understand um two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars in savings uh will get eat up real quick in interest payments on four million dollars um you know so I, I just think that constantly we've inherited this uh bad situation i mean there's no other way to put it it's uh it's something the previous commission i mean i, I begged i pleaded for them to push it to the next commission because we had no construction drawings finished. The steering committee had not fully laid out what they needed in a facility. 
Um, and here we are today. I mean, it's not a century building. A uh, big chunk of the building is stucco. Um, they've taken any architectural appeal off the front of the building. Um, to me, you know, I like. I think you said a, a 70s uh, educational facility. To me, it looks like a 70s hospital. Um, <laughs> and so I, I think that a lot of the comments in that room were, you know, regarding design. And, you know, I've talked to some of the folks in the steering committee. While that's not of you know that's not important specifically to them they want a functioning facility um i don't want you know our kids and grandkids to have to go and build another judicial center um they asked for you know a hundred year building and i don't think that's what we're being delivered okay and to be sure what you're talking about here is that the of course we had elections last august and a substantial number of a substantial number of the commissioners are new commissioners. Uh, I think maybe 16, 17, 18 out of 22. You know, I, I think it's like 17. Yeah, 17 out of 22 right. are, are new commissioners as a result of that election and a result of people retiring from the commission prior to the election or at the time of the election. So the old uh, commission voted to do this project, and I've seen a copy there is no what's the name what's the name of the firm Clayton Hewitt Spencer Hewitt Spencer the there is no actual contract with Hewitt Spencer the commission passed a resolution uh, authorizing Hewitt Spencer to build the building at a cost of up to 30 million dollars now the resolution specifically said and I've read it that Spencer Hewitt was not guaranteeing that the building could be built for $30 million. There is no contract to build it for 30 or $34 million. It simply says that Hewitt Spencer uh, is authorized uh, up to the amount of $30 million, which has now been increased to $34 million. Uh, and it, it specifically says that if Hewitt Spencer doesn't get it done for $34 million, that the county's obligated to pay them the $34 million, and uh, the county can either pay more or walk away, whatever they choose to do. So uh, Hewitt Spencer is, is can legally, without breach of contract, you know, give us a half-built building for $34 million and say, yeah, it's going to cost you another 15 or $20 million to build the thing, and uh, we can either pony it up or... Um, just settled for a half-built building and we would have no recourse have i got it right gabe so you know i think that uh if we go back and we look at the sequence of events um hewlett spencer told the commission the building was 32 million dollars um prior to the commission telling hewlett spencer build it get it done for 30 million dollars um in the real world it just doesn't happen like that you don't tell your builder um Right. Mr. Builder, I want you to build me a million dollar house, right. but I want you to get it done for $800,000. Um, so, I mean, it, just being fair, you know, to the process, uh, I think that, again, it all goes back to this was all done wrong. Um, typically, in a construction project, you've got finished construction documents, you've got your subs that submit, you know, bids and quotes. And then you go to your client and you say, Mr. Client or Mrs. Client, it's $32 million. Take it or leave it. Um, 
that's just not the way that this process worked. I mean, just to be transparent, even as of uh, our special called uh, county commission meeting in December, they did not have finished I'm, I'm sorry in january our county commission meeting they did not have finished construction documents um even then so we, we started moving dirt we knocked down a building um we're doing foundational stuff we're doing site prep but we did not have finished construction documents um this project has been rushed from day one we are where we are we've got to move forward um i, I believe the nine million dollar you know, uh, n- you know, new piece or new phase was really just to create that stickiness of, hey, now we're not just $4 million in, we're $13 million in. And at that point, I mean, you can't, you can't just pump the brakes and, uh, you know, and stop the project. So 40, 50, 60 million, who knows where we're going. Again, folks, most people, you know, envision, I think, an actual signed contract where you know contractor customer county hewitt spencer sign a contract where you know the building will be built for 30 or 34 million dollars and typically these contracts you know uh include sometimes bonuses for getting things done under budget they include penalties uh well the, the contractor bears the risk of uh, going over budget Uh, there are penalties for delays uh, beyond the agreed upon date none of that exists here none of it not a bit of it Uh, so let's take a break and come back and and, uh, talk about this some more of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delta Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delta. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. What's going on? Good morning, Del. Good morning, listening audience on a cold, buggy day. Boy, it is. Cold February 1st. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. So glad to be here. All right, folks. We are talking with Gabe Howard, 8th District Commissioner for Murray County, about the... Uh, well, it's not proposed any longer. The new courthouse at the site of the old Daily Herald building, uh, as w- w- what we've established is that, you know, now Hewitt Spencer, this firm that uh, I think it, it's, you know, did cost overruns in Hohenwall, where I'm not sure what their project was. I think it was a new school. I don't know, but whatever. Uh, they told Hohenwall it could be built for this price and. Then they came back and said, no, no, it's not going to be this price. And Hohenwall actually just abandoned the project. And the last I heard, they were considering or, uh, or committed to litigation against Hewitt Spencer for Ooh. the damages. Then they were the ones who said that the new high school up in Spring Hill uh, could be built for $74 million, And now it's clocking in at about $100 million, uh, which the county's going to have to pay. Uh Although I think the school board has funds available for that, the the county does not have additional funds available for 
the proposed new courthouse here at the old Daily Herald site. And um, now they're, Hewitt Spencer's $13 million into us. And so, you know, and folks, you know, as Debbie said just a little while ago, the usual deal is, you know, you get a design, you uh, put it out for bid, put it out for bids, and then you get a contract with your contractor to build it for a sum certain. Uh, no such thing has happened here. Not anything close. We do not have a contract with you at Spencer. Uh, any cost overruns are on us. They're nosing, you know, Hewitt Spencer is actually incentivized to um, to run over the cost. So there we go. Let's let's go around the room. You know, um, who wants to start? Clayton, what what questions do you have, Gabe, or in general? I mean. I, there's really no questions. I mean, once this thing got rolling, there's no really other way to roll, reel it back in. And we kind of touched on that. I mean, it, it's. I, I think just moving forward, I, I just think business needs to be handled better, wouldn't you? I mean, I think that's the lesson to be learned. You're absolutely right. I mean, we we can't continue to Game do. Power, folks. Yeah. Good morning, y'all. Um, we can't continue to do business like that. You know. We need to be uh, accountable to the people of Murray County in doing projects the right way. Um, this one it just it hasn't been done right from the beginning, um, you know. And, and we are where we are. I know that a, a media source reached out to me recently, and I said, "There's nothing really more to talk about. I'll I'll keep you know trying to defend the process and make sure that moving forward, when something comes through committee." You know, it's vetted in a way, and and we're we're questioning them all throughout the the process. But there's nothing more to talk about. I mean, it it is what it is. We've been dealt a uh, a situation that is just is what it is. I mean, we we tried to even um, right off the bat kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Um, but there's a lot. There is a lot of momentum forward, and there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, honestly, there's a lot of fear that comes into that room each time of, well, wait a second, you know, we can't spend $4 million and just stop. Um, and, and I agree. I mean, they're in talking to the stakeholders and talking to the steering committee folks, um, there is definitely a need for this in our county. I just wish it would have been done in the right way. But it sounds like we're not even going to be able to get everything into this new building. Yeah, you know, and that's something that, uh, I mean – in a perfect world that's what we would all hope for um well that was we, kind of the plan yeah we, you know. we, we'd wait we'd wait until we could build the building we needed to build um you know and, and it is again my understanding that the uh, grand jury will still be at the current courthouse and um i don't think that that's changed and so i can't say that uh factually but um that was the last that i heard and so you know, I know that we're still kind of working through some parking over there and making sure that we've got the spaces we need, um, as well as some overflow, you know, parking areas. But, um, you know, it's one of those, uh, unfortunately, we've we've inherited, inherited something that uh, we're trying to make the best of it. And I know that um, this commission is, you go back and you look at the votes, even in the committee, um, 
there are a lot of challenging pieces to all of this. And so um, I, I, th- I think we've got a commission that really cares and they're going to be fiscally conservative and uh, making sure that we're we're being accountable to the, the people that elected us. And so, um, yeah, it, it just kind of is what it is. So you're handed this by a previous commission. You've now got a new commission as a result of last August elections where 17 out of 22 are new commissioners. Um, and so basically you just sort of handed this by the whole commission. Um, Debbie? Yes, sir. So, well, I was a city official between 2008 and 2017, and I saw the county commission struggle with this because they had a great design for a what I would consider a century building, a marquee building that would have fit into our little jewel box downtown between uh, East 6th and East 7th and Woodland Street. And I think the price tag at the time, and Scott's picky's probably listening, and he'll probably say, no, you got it wrong, but I think it was between 60 and $68 million. But that included a parking garage uh, that the city should have participated with the county in and to take some of the load off of there. And so... The desire and the need to get this done has been festering for over a decade. So I understand the zeal and the passion to get this done. But I still go back that I wish they had taken the Herald Building and turned it into a campus like Williamson County has in downtown Franklin that has all the county businesses and needs. You've got your tax assessors, you've got your register of deeds, you have your tag place, you have your planning department, all of that on one sprawling floor, and you have that there, and then you sell the county offices on the square, make a squillion dollars, and you put your marquee building back on that lot behind Joey Allen's office. That was what I would like to have seen. But I understand to get the courthouse, that has been a long need and a want that needed to be done. Now, does that mean that this couldn't happen and they use this lot where the $4 million is? Because the school board is needing... $13 million now. Well, this is true. But there is... The school board is needing a a place. So the school board could have... I mean, we, we need to be looking at everything the county needs and what's the best place to put that for this money because we hadn't built one thing yet maybe we just say what what do we do but to get people i know the da's office they are needing space over there and the da's office is actually looking for a place to rent and uh, so they're leaving the county offices you know there's such a need for county office facilities and now you've got this big open space that you could do this which would be easy access to county offices to go in and out every realtor's in the register of deeds every day you know and we can't get a parking space on the square it was just it's just to me but again i go back to this has been a need for a very long time i just you know i i'm i wish it had been put out to bid the city sort of did something sometime one time too. Hey, we've got two million dollars to spend on a fire hall. Can you build it for two million dollars? It was the dumbest thing ever. You say how much is this going to be cost to build it, and you put it out to bid. You know, because people are going to build up to the number you tell them. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to spend that money. But anyway, I respect the last commission because they were trying to figure out what to do on a need that had been here a long time. They were afraid the window was closing. 
because they didn't know that the if the new commission would fund it or not. And that was really where we have to, just because we have uh, Republican conservatives on the commission does not mean that they don't know wise investment and smart investment in your community That's and right. that you spend your money correctly and wisely as efficiently as you can, but you spend money well. And investment into our facilities is a great investment. That's not a wasted money. And that's what that's how I feel about it all. I think that's really good. And one of the couple of things that you said, um, I, I, I did see the plans that were originally uh, started in 2009. Um, I don't know when they actually put the number to it, but I know it was between 2009 and 2012. Um, the number I saw was $46 million. Plus that, the parking garage. Yeah, plus the parking garage. And um, that included over 110,000 square feet. It did. And it was beautiful. And all the county offices went there. And it was yes. it was a um, – um, I mean, it looked like something that could have been built, you know, historically. Um, there would have been a 500-car parking garage back there. Um, in the back corner, uh, close to where the county red county uh, metal building is, um, you know. Secondly, I definitely applaud the previous commission, and and I know that you know some of them. Uh, I get text messages after every time I come here and we talk about the judicial center. Um, I, I definitely applaud them. I, they tried to come up with a solution to fund this with. Um, no no property tax increase specifically they they you know had a creative funding mechanism something that you know kind of fell in their lap um i think the process is just a problem and and you know we're always uh we're not always going to agree on everything and um i think we've all got different ways that we do things i just live my life personally and professionally in a way that I'm thorough in the way that I do things. I don't start a project without having a number. I don't start a project without having completed plans. And I don't tell my builder how much to build it for. Well, my my dad always made the comment, you don't correct a mistake by making a mistake. And if we need to correct something right now, you correct it now. Get it corrected now. You own the property. That value is always going to be there. But let's 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 figure it out from here. Uh, Debbie, I'm not sure what we can do, but other, at this point, other than let you and Spencer build it and just pay them whatever the they say they need, you know. I mean, Miss York, what about you? Well, Gabe, it looks like it's basketball season and the ball's in your court. <laughs> uh, I, I think you know Columbia for a long time, uh, contrary to what people say, has been looked at as the, the the bad knee child where you could come down here and these old country boys, you can snooker them and get money out of them. And I think the the organization that you deal with, for some reason, there's a belief that somebody, uh, I don't know if they're on the commission or was on the commission, somebody of influence has, has prompted you to continue to deal with people who have overrun on other projects and hadn't had a stellar performance. So, the ball is in the new Hewitt commission Spencer, court. For instance. Yeah, the ball is in uh, your court, whatever, to come up with solutions. And I, it's all well and good to complain about what you were handed, but that's just like a running back. You give him the ball, he's got to hit the hole. Now, you can complain about there's no blocking, but you're going to get the ball again. So, you know, y'all got to come up with solutions to a bad situation. 
to save taxpayers money, to build a credible building, economical as, as possible, and use the proper people. But like I say, there's always been an idea that somebody in government is always in uh, looking for a handout and supports those bad organizations that don't produce good results for taxpayers. So, you know, that's a challenge for the new commission. Take the ball, set it up, come up with different committees, set it up differently, come up with solutions, and let's, bad, bad whining doesn't help what the taxpayers are going to be billed with. Yep. Go ahead, Gay. I was just going to say, I, I definitely agree that um, complaining is going to get us nowhere, and you know, but also being quiet is not going to get us anywhere either. Um, I think you know, being accountable to the people that elected us um, is one hundred percent, you know, a priority of mine, and making sure that I'm representing them in the same way that I would want to be represented. Um, and so, I definitely agree with you, Mister York. Unfortunately, sometimes there's just situations where um, it's too far. It's too far down the road. Um, you know, we, we've, we, we've now, you know, $13 million in and, um, it just, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, like I said to another media source, there's nothing really more to talk about. You know, I'll keep being a voice in, in the committees. Uh, you know, luckily I'm in the building committee and the budget committee. I voted no both times to the release of the additional, you know, $9 million, um, because there's no plan. There's no finished uh, budget, you know. It's just it wasn't ready for us to disperse more money. So, but Gabe, you all got to come up with a plan. I don't know what you're gonna do. Have committees, meetings, 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 so you come up with a positive plan based on the situation that you were handed. It, it, it and until you come up with a plan, the public is gonna doubt your leadership ability in this in this county. Well. Mr. York, let me say this. I mean, the previous commission and this commission, if you ask me to name any one of them uh, that I think shouldn't have been a commissioner or is not acting in good faith, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I I think they're all... Previous commission and this commission are, uh, you know, good people acting in good faith, but somehow we've just arrived at this potential train wreck. And... um, well, one thing. And the too. last thing I want to do, I mean, my my favorite dream is that, you know, we get to the end of this, it gets done for thirty four million. It's a fabulous courthouse, and I I say, well done, folks, well done. I mean, that's that's, I mean, I don't wish a bad outcome. That's right. Uh, I don't wish. Are you either going to build a new new building or put four double wide trailers out there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it could be a new one-level sprawling building to handle all of the county's needs for a certain amount of money. Maybe $13 million could do the whole thing and put our DA down there, put our, our school board, what put our everything. What are you talking about doing it with double-wide No, I'm talking about building. A, a, we have county needs. What's going to be frustrating is when we build this and they turn around and, and buy a bunch of property for other county needs that's out there right now. It's uh, it's like... The, you know. I, th- I think the message there is we got to look beyond the next five years. We need to be looking at you know, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. Um, and we need to you know have some foresight to see what do we need next. All right. 
Let's take a break, folks, and we're going to come back. Uh, dreary Wednesday, and we're having a dreary conversation. So uh, we'll be back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. I received this beautiful ring, but it needs to be sized. Where should I go? Tillis Jewelry, of course. We will be happy to size your ring no matter where it was purchased. Each of our goldsmiths had over 30 years' experience. Tillis Jewelry's repair shop is in-store and always on time. Stop by and let us give you a free estimate today. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the happy face truck today. NASCAR's back. The NASCAR Cup Series. Green flag is in the air at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Heads back to the City of Angels. And they're beating and banging and Justin Haley hammers the inside wall. For another trip around the L.A. Coliseum. Off four, checkered flag is out, and Joey Logano has done it. It's the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. Sunday, February 5th at 3.30 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat, yet you have no balance to anything that you say. You act like a bunch of Southern You are ridiculous. You're a horrible show. You're a horrible representation of Tennessee. Y'all are disgusting. 
You're disgusting human beings. And either balance it out with someone who has a half a clue what they can talk about. You got a bus driver up there acting like he's better than him just because of what? I have no idea what his points are other than what Tucker Carlson told him what to say. Y'all are disgusting human beings. You need to get off the Three Dudes with a View, triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland, Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Three Dudes with View, dreary Wednesday, February 1st edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Angry bus driver doing well. Yeah, the lowly, <laughs> not unworthy bus driver. Yes, sir. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Radio Land, and to people out there who's unaware, it's a celebration of Black History Month, the month of February. I don't know why it's just one month. It'd be every day. That's so right. well, to all those people that like to celebrate and want to inquire and become woke about black history, I think you need to leave Florida and come to Tennessee and see what, what's going on in the world and how we have evolved as a nation. Yes, sir. And let's see, Mr. York, I've got a card in my pocket, and I think, I think he was on with us. Um, I, I see so many people these days, I sort of forget names, but I think he was on with us uh, at... Uh, Martin Luther King Day, but the uh, oh, I'm looking N- for NAACP. His, yeah, the head of Murray County Chapter NAACP. Uh, we want to get them on to talk about Black History Month and and perhaps other people as well. I, I mean, if anybody's got any suggestions as to uh, it's uh, Terry Hanna is the president of the NAACP Murray County branch, uh, and so we are. Uh, I'm going to contact him today about coming on for Black History Month. But if anybody else has any suggestions for what we might do to commemorate Black History Month, uh, we certainly are open to that. Uh, Yeah, and I'm quite sure Dr. Krista Martin will have some programs out at Columbia State, too. She always does have have things out there that that, uh, show the importance and contributions of African Americans to these United States, you know, so it's, it's a good thing. Okay. So if you, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Doctor Martin just continues to do amazing things and, and serve this community for years in amazing ways. Um, all right, regular special guest dude Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. Thank y'all for having me. And Eighth District Commissioner of Murray County uh, is our guest in front of the station today, Gabe Howard. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning, Murray County. Good morning, Middle Tennessee. There we go. All right. Now, Gabe, let's see. You Last week, uh, a special called meeting of the Murray County Commission was held. Uh, what happened there? So it was actually uh, just this uh, this Monday. Um, okay, this week. There we, we have... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we've been talking for the last, um, you know, several months as new commissioners about you know, just some goal planning. Um, what does four years look like for us? And so uh, Chairman Prevetti um, put together a special call so that 
we could just talk about strategic planning, um, goal planning, you know, really understanding what was it individually that we all wanted to see in four years happen. Um, and so we all had the opportunity. Um, most people, uh, you know, we found a lot of common ground, a lot of common uh, themes throughout the room. And, uh, I mean, it was really a special night to to get to see what does four years look like for some of the individual commissioners. Um, and I just wanted to, I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, what does mine look like? Um, number one, most important thing for me is unity. Um, we're a community that is torn between parties, uh, between city, county, school board. Um, you know, we, we've got Mount Pleasant that, you know, a lot of times, one of the things that, uh, um, Mayor Bill White said to me, and it stuck with me, was Mount Pleasant's never been at the table. And, and, uh, and Mayor Bill White is the mayor of Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Correct. And so, uh, you know, that, that hit me. Um, we were having a better together uh, potluck uh, at my property. And um, so one of the things that, number one for me, is just making sure that unity is cast throughout uh, my next four years. Um, having strategic conversations behind the scenes with stakeholders at the city of Columbia, um, having conversations with folks in Spring Hill, because we forget that a lot of times, you know, we're so focused on the city of Columbia, but, uh, you know, Spring Hill, a big chunk of our growth in the north side of Murray County is Spring Hill. Um, and so that was kind of number one for me. Um, and, and equally, uh, there is a a new uh, bill that we are trying to get passed through uh, the state legislature uh, is called the Property Taxpayers Protection Act. Um, also, some have referred to it as the Parity Act. Um, <clears throat> it would give Murray County the ability to help and create a funding mechanism for growth in that path of helping growth pay for growth. Um, it would it would give us parity with the cities. The cities already have the ability to impose development fees. Um, we're trying to get away from, you know, the, the word impact, um, although the development and growth does have an impact on our community. Um, so that was kind of equally. Uh, number two for me uh, is strategic growth planning. Um, I think we need to slow down to speed up. I think that we need a new comprehensive growth plan uh, for Murray County, um, as well as I, I think we need to work with the City of Columbia, the City of Spring Hill, and the City of Mount Pleasant to have a, a common platform that, you know, hey, this is a growth boundary area for us. And, um, you know, I, I think by working together, we can truly be better together and uh, we can be a better Murray. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that I've seen is uh, we've constantly went through these annexation conversations. But you know, if a property is not within a comprehensive growth plan, requires annexation, upzoning, rezoning, or amendment to a growth plan, it's time for us to just start saying no. It's not the right area for the growth unless we have a plan that allows for that. Um, number three for me was Bear Creek Pike widened uh, thirty one to sixty five. I think that that is something that I've heard a lot of talk about. It's time to to put that into motion. Um, and then number four for me was water supply. Um, I believe that water supply is going to be a big conversation for us moving forward. When Ultium Cell comes online, 
and uses up to their 2 million gallons per day, I'm concerned for what that water supply looks like for the rest of the people that have lived here and people that are planning to to live here. Um, And so it it was a great evening of commissioners being able to just honestly kind of speak from their heart, you know, instead of from a legislative body and, you know, voting yes or voting no. um, It it was really a, a nice evening. You know, there were lots of really good ideas that were put out there by commissioners. I would encourage everyone to go and watch the video from Monday. Um, you know, I mean, I heard lots of recreation, you know, somebody would love to see a a recreation center here in Murray County, a senior center, um, lots of really good things that unless we, we talk about these goals and we put plans in place for us to be able to execute them, we'll never get to see it. So, uh, um, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful evening and, uh, you know, a lot of really good things came of it. Hey, Gabe, let me ask you a question right quick, just just off the top of my head. Have you ever wondered why Spring Hill has so much business development and Columbia doesn't have the same or the rate of business development in in Columbia proper? Um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces to probably unpack from the question there, Mr. York. Um, I mean, I've ever wondered, I think at the end of the day, Murray County and, and Murray Alliance um, really is trying to hone in on what is it that the people, the businesses, um, the elected officials believe is best for Murray County. Um, you know, I think there's some elements, there, there's some pieces of conversations that have recently been had. Uh, you know, education is something that um, is super important uh, to me, and, and actually that was my next item. I, I left that off of the, the list there, but... Um, I think we we've got to figure out what is uh how can we support the school system in a different way um because I'm not sure if you were leading into why why is it that some industries and some businesses are not moving to Murray County um there's been lots of conversations with uh the folks that are hearing those conversations and that's one of the things they're hearing What's that specifically? In, in, in our, our educational, uh, you know, scores, our school systems, um, you know, and so I think that we've got to, we've got to kind of... People, people thinking about moving here um, are, are not, uh, the education system is not adequate. That, you know, and, and again, I think that we've got, I think we've got amazing teachers. I think we've got uh, great leadership at the, the school system level. Um, I think that COVID has has hurt uh, a lot of those scores, and and uh, you know I think we need to continue to explore how can we best serve our school system. Yeah, yeah but what I'm also talking about, Gabe, is the fact that uh, we don't have any businesses that that might put close to a six figure salary. We have a lot of service businesses in Murray County, but not businesses where people can can hone a living off maybe one job they will have to have two or three jobs and then we don't have any any housing to house the workers that may be participating and working in these jobs we don't have any any quality housing uh for the workers you know building 300 400 500 thousand dollar homes doesn't give a place for a guy that works at a mcdonald's or works at a, as a as a a box cutter or whatever at a plant 
a place to buy. So yeah. we don't have any quality homes well, in this area. The, the and, number number of white collar jobs, though, available in Murray County is changing dramatically mm-hmm. in in terms of mm-hmm. their, their and, the, and the salary increase is I mean mm-hmm. back very when, real. Yeah, when when I graduated from high school, nobody stayed. Now in my children's generation. Tons of them have stayed come, come because they've got good jobs available to right. them here. Debbie, you got yeah, a question? I real quick well, I want to. I want to make a, a statement, and what I would like to say, Gabe, is this: is the city of Columbia. When I first got on the council, it was like herding cats. Uh, everybody had different things that they wanted to do, and that we were putting out fires and only hitting the ball across our plate at that time. There was no organization or direction. So instead of Uh, just a four-hour strategic plan, I would like to see the county implement what the city of Columbia did, which is four days every year, four days, we would sit in a room and we would vote on what's the top priority per department and then what was the next priority under that and that we set goals for one year, five years, ten years, and twenty years out and then you disperse your goals for each department and when they complete that top priority it goes to the next one and so it was a working mechanism we even did a personality test so we understood how the com- the council people could work better together because people communicate differently women mm-hmm. communicate different than men etc but that strategic plan we asked the county to come on with us many times, and to me it was the most turning point of something I've ever seen in my life. And so I hope that the county will consider doing a sit-down strategic long-term plan that, that sets the priorities for the year. And then when you and for five years and for ten years, because decisions you make today are going to affect forever. That's right. That's right. And Mr. York, I just want to touch on one last quick thing. Um, You kind of talked about the housing. Um, You know, that has definitely been a concern of mine. And you look at, I don't know that my kids will have the ability to uh, own a home here in Murray County. I mean, it's, you talk about that three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. That's a, that's a, that's a normal, um, you know, fixer upper house in Murray County. All right, Gabe Howard, we're about to run out of time here. What happens if uh, Hewitt Spencer comes back to us and... Nine months, it says, uh, well, this thing's going to cost $60 million for this courthouse. So what I've been told is we should have a number, uh, and they are willing to put that as a 